This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah! You know, a lot of people are scared of cemeteries. You know, they, they, they come here spooked with thoughts of the undead, but what haunts people the most is their own past. <laughs> What's really going on? And by the way, we are whatever. And now, I'm Cy Sproling, president of Hair Club for Men. And these are just a few of the men who called our toll-free number for our booklet about thinning hair. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Tuesday, the 30th of October. That's what I'm talking about. Started every day with a little master of puppets, right? <laughs> I'm going to miss Rocktober, although I will tell you, uh, I have some fond memories of Blovember in the past, so mm. it's not terrible that we're turning the page here. Yeah. yeah. How have I already lost the room? Well, <laughs> just, it's a question you should ask yourself. We just, we just mm. started. We're 15 seconds into the show. Why doesn't mean. Daddy ask Daddy? Oh, <laughs> I mean... All right, Bean, we're back. Kevin's when, out. Okay, because when he came back to work after the flute fails, uh-huh. he said, oh, it turns out they're doing this and they're doing that. Don't worry, Daddy's back. That was his tweet when he came back yesterday from really? vacation. Yes. Right? Daddy's back was a reaction Ugh. to how little Halloween spooks, two eyeballs, and king-size candy bars. Oh, I'll take that criticism. Last week. No one needs to hear Daddy's back. Well, Ugh. Daddy is back. Because you're not Daddy. I am to some people. Uh, no, uh, you're not to anyone. <laughs> if I pay them, they call me that. No. Okay, listen, that's we're getting off on a tangent here. Um, what's your strategy? I do have a thing I want to get to, but I have to ask real quick because it's on my mind. What is your strategy on Halloween uh, evening? Do you? There's two choices. Do you just go out, make sure you're not home, or do you do like I've done in the past and just turn off all the lights and just lay on the floor and wait until the kids are gone? I, I think there's another there's choice. A third choice. Yeah, where you open the door and say, oh, trick or treat, kids, and you hand them candy like a human. Why would you? Why would that even be a possibility, though? Because you like to see kids happy. No, I hate to see kids happy. Well, I'm happy. saying, mm-hmm. well, I'm speaking for everyone else. Oh. We like to see kids happy. So you want to have interactions with yes. strangers and their snotty kids mm-hmm. and give away candy mm-hmm. yeah. that you could eat? Oh, you could yeah. still eat, yeah. It's not yeah, going but, away forever. Mm-mm. Yeah, but you're giving it away, though. I'm saying that candy, 
that you're giving to them, you're kissing goodbye. Right, but you can buy another candy bar. Well, I don't understand. And full it. size, by the way. Right? Oh, you're that house? I go full size. Are wow. you Richie Rich? We only get like two people, but I, you know. <laughs> you do it up for that. I buy like bags and bags of <laughs> candy bars, and then I get both worlds. I get to interact with kids. Mm-hmm. And what Bean's talking about is I get to eat most of them. Yeah, extra okay. candy. Yeah, as long as, you, as long as most of the bag's left over. Also, I have a put-in-one, take-one-out policy. <laughs> so you can trade it if you want. If oh. not, beat it, kid. Right? Oh, that's wow. nice. Uh-huh. So they get a first and a second choice. Mm, no, no, no. They get one choice, and if they want something I have, mm-hmm. they got to give me something. And okay. I get to pick. Okay. It's very complicated. <laughs> Beat have a solution for you. What you should do is you should give the kids a candy and then also invoice them. Oh, I like <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. I expect <laughs> to see you back here by the end of the week. <laughs> All right. That'll be 35 cents. That'll be 42 cents, <laughs> Princess Leia. <laughs> All right. Good. That's a good strategy. I can make some money on the deal. I like it. Because I can do a little markup for the kids, right? Sure. All right. Here's the thing, you guys. His name is uh, Nigel Richards. He is 51 years old. He's from New Zealand. He uh, currently lives in Malaysia, which uh, turns out to be an interesting coincidence because he is considered the second best Scrabble player in the world. Kevin, you've been doing this series lately of uh, sports that we can't believe are sports. Yes. Scrabble. I had no idea how huge it was internationally. How I many still tur- don't. How many I- tournaments? That- well, his competitive uh, Scrabble record as of this past Sunday night stands at 2,758 wins. Wow. 833 losses and 11 draws. He is the world's second best Scrabble player in the global rankings behind a man named Ganesh Azirafatham, who also lives in Malaysia. But here's why I found this guy interesting. Uh, He was the world Scrabble champion in 2007, in 2011, in 2013, and he won this year in 2018. Okay? Mm -hmm. So he's the Red Sox of Scrabble players. Take it easy. Well, I'm just saying those are uh, those are very similar right, to the years that the Red that Sox won the World comparison Series. Comparison right now. He also won, and here's why I'm amazed by Mr. Richards. He also won the French edition of the championship in 2015, and again this year in 2018. And he doesn't speak French. Yay! What? That doesn't even make sense. No. He does not speak the language. He has memorized the French Scrabble dictionary. Can you imagine that? Can you, would you, do you think he would trade it all for sex once? <laughs> There's no indication on whether <laughs> oh, he please. has family please. or not. He's winning in France and he doesn't know the language, but he, he memorized the. I'm confused. Yes. There's a Scrabble dictionary, which means that there's set answers for Scrabble is what yes, you're there's saying. A scra- there's a Scrabble dictionary. Here's the thing about Scrabble. I do okay I don't play Scrabble very often. I do okay when I'm playing against regular people who speak regular English words, okay? But once you get into these people who really do play Scrabble, they know all of these words that only exist for Scrabble. Like, you never hear them in the wild at all. They're just a two-letter word that's P and V, you know? And you're like, what the hell is that? They're like, no, it's in the dictionary. So, yeah, there's an actual Scrabble dictionary that tells you every word that's allowed in that game. So he just memorized that and then is able somehow to recall those French words, which doesn't seem possible. Doesn't seem possible. Photographic memory? Yes, he he does have a photographic memory. Yes. He, uh, his, his parents, by the way, uh, said that he did not start playing Scrabble until he was 
28 years old. That is the day he gave up on women. <laughs> yes. He said, you know what? It's not going to happen for me. But or, I know a lot of words. Or was he so busy going to Bone Town before that? He's um, like, I've had so much sex. I just want to do words. It seems unlikely. I'm thinking, the, I'm thinking the former. <laughs> yeah. He didn't start Scrabble until he was 28, only at her request. She did not expect him to be very, very good at it because he could never spell well. And he was never a particularly good student in English class. He hey, I not, could win Scrabble then. You don't have to spell. He was not interested in words. He thought of everything in terms of numbers. What's happening? <laughs> so anyway, photographic memory and rare mathematical skills. I don't know how the math comes into it, huh. but that is a remarkable guy who has won the, the international championship, what, like five times, and now twice won the French championship without even being able to speak French. So, I mean... That's something to He is a for. dick. He's not a dick at all. Mm, you don't know that. He just he has could a, be. He what just... if he walks by an opponent and goes, PV, mother effer. <laughs> right? Nailed you. <laughs> Triple he score. Just, he just has a very specific set of skills, by the way, that uh, I think the rest of us cannot he even give to He is the founder count. of ISIS. Oh, he's no. the founder of ISIS. There's no indication that that's the case. Asshole. No. I like that Bean just really softly got this in. So that's uh, that's something to strive for. Well, is I didn't it, even hear that. Is it something to no, strive for? Not necessarily Scrabble, but maybe you have something that you're great at, and it's worth nope. pursuing. Yeah, like this guy, <laughs> Try it. This guy actually put the time in to become a world champion. I'm saying maybe there's something we all have inside of us that we're just not spending enough time developing. That's I'd like to point. punch him in the face. Yeah. I, I think you're getting <laughs> awfully violent. By the way, $20,000 he won for being the champ, too. Doesn't replace a relationship and sex. Even just a date. I think you're making assumptions. Um, I would guess my assumption is correct in this particular case, though. What's he going to talk about at dinner? He memorized the dictionary for Scrabble? She's gone in 10 seconds. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin DeBicho, shall we? Uh, Let's do famous threesomes for 200, please. All right, we're going to play Scrabble and see how we all do. Uh, Omar has a secret break, and that is mm. never good. I don't like it. Because Mm-mm. it's usually mocking us, and he mm-hmm. says, I need a break. And we say, well, what is it? And he says, not going to tell you. Is so, this some tape they came up with I would on assume, B-Team? Probably? I would assume so, yeah. Because they go back and look for all the most embarrassing stuff, especially from the early years. Stuff that we don't usually even remember. Yeah. Sorry. Talking with to us? Chip. With us, I'm here. Okay. Very helpful. I'm here. Uh, costume <laughs> fails. Halloween costume fails on today's show. Uh, B makes his guess. Halloween edition. That's a good one. Beer mug ASMR. Yeah. I I don't know what I saw on Instagram last night. I do but... know what I saw. Oh, And dear. you're fairly turned on by it. I mm. love it. Mm. L- Mugs love does. It we'll talk about it a little bit, but Mugs does everything you've ever seen in an ASMR video in one video. But why is he shirtless? It's because of three or four of the things he needed to do, like put right. the microphone on his nipple. You don't can't do that with a shirt. Oh, jeez, I didn't get that far. Oh, did you get to the part where he uh, smashed the bread in his face? No, I just saw a pickle and like a Cheeto. That I was mean, enough. Oh, you have to go back. The and full video it. is twenty minutes. No, yeah. so that's it. that's the and one you have it. to watch. Did you see the bong? That's did you get to the bong? One. No. Oh, you got to go back and watch. You it. haven't seen anything. Uh, no. 20 minutes. No. It's pretty strong. It's okay. great. Got to be honest. Uh, and comedian Eddie Ift joins us in studio as well. We will take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Hey, Allie, what's happening? 
it turns out not um, not as many people as usual watch the World Series. Like, really at all. It was well, I the, think it's down every year, isn't it, pretty much? This was the network's least viewed since 2014. Well, what about all those innings at 2 a.m.? Well, hmm. that didn't help. Okay. Uh, it was a dip of 25% from even last year's World Series. 25% dip? And That's that is a huge. surprise when you've replaced the Astros with the Red Sox. Right. You would think that would automatically get more people. That's yeah. why people are staying away. No. The Red a- Sox. <laughs> the Astros, it was 18.7 million viewers last year with the Dodgers. And then this year, oh, 14.1 million viewers. That's not good, you guys. Why do baseball's people hate? In, baseball's I mean, in trouble. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's really good compared to most shows. Not good compared to itself. True, yeah, yeah. but even for a sporting event, it's not. That's nowhere near a gangbusters championship number. But if you're wondering um, what was the least viewed game, that would be uh, San Francisco Giants defeating the Kansas City Royals. In case you cared, all right. Nobody cared about that one either. Nope. So good times. It doesn't Probably. help. There are a lot of things that don't help with baseball attracting new fans right mm-hmm. now, and I think one of them is that. Well, look at Los Angeles. You can't see most Dodgers games, for instance. Right. That's going to erode a fan base. But I don't think a lot of kids grow up going, I want to play Little League. They go up, they want to play soccer. You know, I think a lot of them do, or they want to play basketball. They want to play hockey. You know what I mean? They're just other sports that seem like they're more fun and more on the on the, on the the come, you know? On the wh- you, uh, what? You want to rephrase that? No, that's the expression. Okay. Things that are moving up in popularity. So I just think that, you know, baseball is just slowly eroding. Somebody did a, a man on the street thing the other day. I don't think it was Jimmy. It was somebody else who said, "Name any baseball player, any current baseball player." Any. And and, wow. oh, and most people couldn't do it. The ones they would come up with were like Derek Jeter retired, Ken Griffey Jr. retired, Alex Rodriguez retired. I mean, there just aren't stars for the most part in like there are in in you know football and basketball right now. I'll tell you this: if I had a kid. And my ovaries weren't dusty. Mm-hmm. I'd have them play baseball. Yeah, it make seems like a the safest. ton of money. You can be super lazy and fat, right? Just enjoy your life. You don't have life. to be athletic at all, right? Chick right. in every city, live your life, baseball kid. Right? I got to tell you, the thing that drove me the most crazy, and this probably doesn't help, is they replaced each pitcher after pretty much one yeah. pitch, and then it that game takes Long forever. And then the pitcher's ready, and the batter steps out. It's like, dear God, let's get on with this game. Yeah, especially if you don't watch baseball, so you don't really know what's happening as much. So right. you don't know the strategy of what they're doing. That can be terribly it seems annoying. like a time waster. Yeah, plus, you know, the game that went seven hours and 20 minutes, let alone all the ones that nobody on the East Coast was watching because it was too late. It's insane. And I don't want to pile on. Yeah, go ahead. And you guys are going to think this is a minor point. Too much spitting. <laughs> Really too much spitting. Should we go to beer mug? I mean, I don't think it has anything to do with the ratings. <laughs> I do, because I just it got to a point where I was like the hundredth guy I saw spitting on my TV. I mean, they spit when they pitch, they spit when they bat, they spit when they run, they spit right. in the dugout, they spit in the outfield. It's just too much spitting. I managed to go. There's my no whole... way you're concerned with this. That's, yeah, there, there, is. Is. there is. Because Bean is obsessed with the smallest details, not oh. the big stuff. Look, I get up and go about my business and have a job just like those guys do every single day of my life. Do you know how many times I have to spit in the street or spit outside or spit walking to my car or spit coming into my house? Sort of part of baseball, dude. None. How many times, though, are you rearranging your junk? (laughs) Right? Well, every time no one's looking. But my point is... 
too much spitting, and I think that may be driving the ratings down, too. I think that's crazy. I think you're nuts. <laughs> that's well, literally crazy. Well, you would. <laughs> you would. All right. All right. So I sent a um, a tweet to Bean yesterday for the big Halloween episode of Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Where, oh, uh, I bet that was great. Alex Trebek is dressed up as a member of KISS, yeah! and he's got Gene Simmons right there next to him. So Gene Simmons will be helping him out with some of the questions on Jeopardy on Wednesday, which brings me to my next story. Netflix has announced that they have acquired 45 episodes of Jeopardy, all of which are currently available on Hulu. What? So that was weird. Remember when it was a big story that Hulu had acquired Jeopardy episodes because nobody had it and blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. It was going to be awesome. Well, now Netflix has 45 of those 60 episodes, and... um, Hmm. They're not exclusive, so Amazon could maybe have them in a week. Is Sony Pictures just like that's odd. rolling in money? Like, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to say, do you guys want these Jeopardy episodes? They're going to say yes. Have no idea they're on all these other platforms. That was me whispering as a yeah. Sony exec. How, uh, how interested are you in watching old episodes of Jeopardy? None. Me either, because and I there's love too much Jeopardy. spitting. No, this is that in was Jeopardy. baseball. What? Yeah, there's no spitting in Jeopardy. Alex Trebek? No. Oh, he probably spits. Yeah, yeah, he's a spitter. What? Uh, some birthdays for you, Henry Winkler. I mean, who's better than him? No one. Nobody. Nobody. Uh, Emmy winner Henry Winkler, please. Yes, I'm sorry. Very true. Barry won an Emmy for it. It's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. Kevin Pollock and Gavin Rossdale, and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. It's kind of relaxing me. It's going away. Listen oh. to that. Oh, now it's gone. Now it's done. Yeah. Speaking of being relaxed, Muggs? Hello. How are you? No. <laughs> Muggs has dipped his toe into the very popular world of ASMR. These videos, we started talking about them. Well, we've been uh, featuring them on our show in the Internet Roundup for years and years. But lately, they've come in back into fashion because of the Haley Williams from Paramore. She did one. Uh, Cardi B did one. Jenny Slate. You Jenny look up Slate. ASMR in YouTube and it's endless. Mm-hmm. It's endless. And we've had, a, we've had a lot of conversations about it because I find it in no way relaxing at all because I just lean forward to listen to the person who's whispering instead of talking like a normal person. It's all so, about being quiet. But lots of people are really into those sounds of rubbing cloth or, you know, or, or in Muggs' case, uh, rubbing uh, a microphone against his nipple. Uh, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, right? So, Muggs, you decided that you were going to do your own ASMR video, and who knows, you may cash in. You may be one of these YouTube channels that takes off, and this could be your full-time job. Look, I might have a career ready to get out. Once I'm out of K-Rock, once I'm done with you guys. Next week? <laughs> how dare you, Kevin? <laughs> I'm going to have a nice career all set up and ready to go. Mm. Okay, so you're the expert now, since you've done a video sure. that's up at krock.com, and it's well worth watching to the end. Explain for folks who are maybe new to the phenomena, what does ASMR mean, and what does it do? Well, the letters ASMR actually stand for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, and it's a, a static, tingling-like sensation that your skin experiences from these whispering noises. It's very calm and relaxing. So you actually get a response from just listening to these sounds. Oh, right? <laughs> so Beermud did 20 minutes of ASMR. Yeah. It's one of his uh, side hustles. My name is Beermug and I need some money because Kevin and Bean pay really tea. 
Hosting it good. Now, one of your side hustles is never going to be singing reggae music, right? Uh, the reggae's in me, Bean. It lives inside of me, Does deep down. Yeah. yeah. So Muggs took every trope from ASMR <laughs> videos, everything that people do in other videos, and crammed them all into one like ASMR greatest hit. So I think we're going to hear a bunch of different things that yes. he did in this video. The first yes. thing Muggs does is he takes the microphone and he rubs it against his beard. By the way, shirtless, and stop asking why. <laughs> Everything Beer Mug does is shirtless. That's just those. That's the rules around here. Okay. Yeah. So he rubs the microphone against his beard. First, we're going to listen to the sound of my beard. That sounds like masculinity at its best. Does it sound like masculinity at its best? Is that what it sounds That's like? That's what it sounded like to me. Huh. Bugs, are you already a little out of breath making this video? Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, oh, my God. Bean, I, I didn't realize having to whisper 20 minutes straight how strenuous it was. Sure. I was way out of breath. Strenuous? Yes. What a sentence you just said. What are you talking about? Just trying to control my breathing while whispering, uh -huh. it was very hard for me. Yeah, but you're two minutes into the video, so it's like <laughs> no. you're going to pass out. It was ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so he goes from the beard, and he takes the microphone, and he looks around his body, he's like, I have nipples. So then he rubs the microphone against his nipples. Now we're going to listen to the sound of my nipple. That was the sound of my beard and my nipple. Go yeah, on. It's nuts. <laughs> Go on. Does this mic keep going south? <laughs> oh. And as an added bonus, a little bit of my chest hair. <laughs> does it keep going south? No, it does not. Okay. I got to tell you guys something Thank real funny. God. While I was shooting this video, they had me in an open studio, much like this one, windows open, and there's people upstairs in the KNX newsroom, professionals mm -hmm. walking by. <laughs> oh, Who is this idiot sitting with his? Look, I look naked, and people are taking pictures. People are pointing. Why is he rubbing a microphone <laughs> on his nipples? <laughs> it was wow. It was very uncomfortable. <laughs> so then he went for flaming hot Cheetos. That's kind of getting too loud for what's supposed to be soft, quiet sounds. I'd say so. Let's experience this flaming hot goodness right now. Let's find some way to eat in every video he does, by the way. Oh, of course. <laughs> Delicious. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I'm starting to feel a tingling in my skin. <laughs> Is it crawling up your spine? It's not. No, no it's not there yet. Allie, how are you feeling as you listen to Bugs get a sexy on? I'd love a Cheeto, to be <laughs> All right. frankly. Can I tell you guys that he did Pop Rocks, and Bugs oh. doesn't understand Pop Rocks. You put them in your mouth, and then you open your mouth, and they pop. Sure. He just starts chewing them, and he's like, I, I don't know. Well, and I don't understand why we can't hear anything. So then, while he's giving that explanation, this happens. So far, no popping. Oh, maybe. Okay, so, so far, no popping. And when he said popping, he heard, oh, oh, that's how you do it. So then he finally just opened his mouth. There we go. Can't help. It's got to chew it. <laughs> it's just so good. It was just so tasty. 
He can't help himself. He can't resist any food. Come on. <laughs> now, um, how did you come up with the idea to smack yourself in the face with Hawaiian bread? Well, this came from uh, associate producer Christine and I. We were talking because some of the ideas before we shot the video, what we could do. And uh, this was an inspiration from uh, what Breadface Lady or whatever Bread her name face is. Very yeah. popular. So we, sure. I, I wanted to pay homage to her in the video. I'm going to take these Hawaiian sweet rolls and smash them up against my face. Here it goes. All right, all my sensation went away. I don't, I'm not feeling anything <laughs> Wait, now. The, the bread face didn't do I'm anything. I'm not feeling anything now, no. I don't get that whole deal, by the way. I know she said, if I remember correctly, she's an attractive Asian lady. Yeah. Who smashes the bread in her face? But what's the turn on there? I don't get it. Mm. Now remember, we're supposed to be um, whisper. Everything has to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Mugs picks bubble wrap. Okay. <laughs> and isn't the idea of bubble wrap that you pop it quite loudly? Mm-hmm. Well, I, but I think that this is part of the SMR community. This is something that people find soothing to to hear bubble wrap get popped. Something I thought I'd try. An old shipping favorite. An old shipping favorite, favorite, by the way. Did you know that? Did you guys know That's that? That's an old, old shipping, shipping favorite. favorite. Oh, they love the bubble wrap. <laughs> Tell me more of these tales of yours. <laughs> is, uh, used to ship stuff, and that's bubble wrap. So, let's see if I can quietly pop some bubble wrap. You know, you used to, yeah, but they, don't, they haven't shipped things in bubble wrap in 100 years. Right. right? Yeah, it doesn't quite work. No. All right, yeah. but tried it. What are you going to do? Now, gum. Okay. Oh, who loves the sound of people <laughs> chewing gum? Or <laughs> somebody chewing their gum too loud? Well, I'm gonna chew my gum too quietly. Oh, jeez. Old plate. <laughs> I'm terrible at blowing bubbles. Oh man! You love it and you know it. Here's another clip. Well. That concludes the ASMR video. My name is Beer Mug, and I want to thank everybody for watching. And hopefully, I have triggered some sort of auditory response in your nether regions. Have a wonderful day. Then he puts the, the microphone up his butt. I don't know why that happened. Is that the chair? What's happening? It must be getting up, but you guys got it. When you watch the video, you make sure to stay toward the, the very, very end. end. Yes. yes. It's yes. well worth uh, to see the rest of Muggs' outfit. So this has been beers, Beer Mugs' first and last oh, Side Hustle. come on! That was another installment of Beer Mugs' Side Hustle. Don't quit your day job. It's Kevin and Bean! K-U Rock K-R-O-Q. Hey, it's time for Bean Makes His Guess. Bean Makes His Guess, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Oh. Penis slapped. Penis a dick. Pretty dope, man. Just wanna tell ya. I am the dumbest human that ever lived. Now it's time for Beamix's guess. Yes. Gotta make a note for Omar. Already made that note. Okay. He's checked it. It seems fine with all of us. Changed it. Fixed it this morning. Clips Hmm. make sense to me. Huh. All right, this one's going to be really fun, and I honestly believe really easy this time around because we all are in the Halloween spirit, and we all love the Halloween music. And Spotify, which has so much information on so many of its users, has put together a pretty comprehensive list of not only the most popular Halloween songs that people put in their Halloween playlist, but also the people who are listening to Halloween music, people who make and listen to Halloween playlists. Allie, it won't surprise you that the number one state for people making Spotify Halloween playlists 
Utah. Utah. Yeah. Wow. They go insane for Halloween in Utah. It's crazy. And I guess it's because they're so buttoned up the rest of the year that that's their chance to really, like, let go, right? Maybe, yeah. So uh, Utah's number one. The average age, if this helps you, the average age of Spotify playlist makers for Halloween are women between 30 and 49. So maybe that's a hint for you here, okay? Women between 30 and 49. That's not to say the rest of us don't also have playlists, but they're the predominant users. So they've taken the last three years' worth of data, and they have given us a top 20 list of the songs most frequently featured on Spotify Halloween playlists. Everybody got it? Yeah. About 10 songs immediately jumped to mind. So I think we're going to get, I think it's going to be a pretty high scoring game here today. Kevin, you were up first. What song do you imagine must be on a Spotify Halloween playlist this time of year? I was working in the lab late one night. Yeah. That is number two. I mean, look, in my opinion, it's the greatest Halloween song of all time. It can't, there's no Halloween playlist without it. Number two, Kevin is on the board. Uh, Allie, you're up next. Uh, this is Halloween. Uh, this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Yes. That is number six on the list from the uh, Nightmare Before Elm Street movie. Number six by the Citizens of Halloween. Well done. You're on the board. Beer mug. Because this is Thriller. Sounds the same. (laughs) Very well done, Thriller. It won't surprise anybody. Is number one on the Halloween playlists on Spotify. So we already have number one, number two, and number six. Three for three. Kevin, you're up next. I'm going to say it's a dead man's party. You know what? Um, yes, number fifteen on the list. Fifteen. Number fifteen. I Wait, say let's let's get points for top twenty. Why don't we do okay. that today? Because there's so many good songs here. Points for top twenty. So you score with that one, Allie. You're up next. Peekaboo. Oh, nice. Peekaboo. Sushi I'm and the Banshees. The Banshees. No, no peekaboo. Oh, mm. at this list. Apparently, that's a K Rock only. I uh, guess only right. exclusive. But uh, I I love it. I think it's very appropriate. All right, Muggsy. Let's go, uh, Misfits Halloween. No, I'm sorry. No Misfits Halloween. Again, Utah, women, 30 to 49. Mm. I forgot about that. That's a hit. That's not all of them. I mean, that's not to say there aren't a lot of people who might put the Misfits on the playlist, but not enough to make it top 20. All right, Kevin, you are running the board so far. Two for two. What do you got now? AFI, Halloween. Again, no. I'm sorry. All right. So we got... uh, I don't like this game. (laughs) It's a good game. (laughs) Allie, you're up next. Halloween? Um, two eyeballs. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't think you guys would run out of steam quite so fast. I mean, we sort of did. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, Mugs? Under the Killing Moon? No. Oh, well, Echo and the Bunnymen. Yeah, sorry. No. Again, not K-Rock playlists as much Damn as it. the whole country. Son of a... Halloween songs. Mm. Kevin? Marilyn Manson. He is a song? Singer? <laughs> I forgot what song he did. Um, it's a cover. Of, of this, this is Halloween. This is Halloween, Halloween. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, this is Halloween. Oh, come on. From the movie is on at number six, not the Manson version, I'm sorry. Alan McKay. Is it, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Is there There's a song a television special? <laughs> and it is not on the list either, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry to say. Uh, Muggsy. Uh, the Blob. No. no. I love the blob. The no. blob. All 
All right. Let's go around. It's my nickname in college. Should we go around one more time, or are we wasting everybody's time? I don't know. I think this went south. I feel like we're all did. I'm very shocked and disappointed with us, but we're out. What about like the Halloween theme song? That one? No. Oh, Tubular Bells. Tubular Bells. Oh. I'm going to say Tubular Bells is not on the list. Son of a... Okay. Bell Lugosi's dead. Here's here's what's How on can the list. Uh, I'm on candy. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Why don't I just go go with okay. what's on the list? Uh, number 20. Zombie, zombie. Yeah. Right, cranberry Zombie. Okay. Number 19. All right, Rocky Hard. Number Should've 18. Got both those. Allie, I think you might have thought of this one. Then again, you could know someone all their life. They might not know their friend unless you see them at night. Oh, Rings about at night. Not at night. By Houdini, number 17, oh. Ozzy. All right. Oh, what about I always feel like somebody's watching me? Oh, uh, we're done guessing. <laughs> number 16. Uh, behind us? Number 16. Rolling Stones, Sympathy for the Devil. Number 15 was Kevin's Boingo Dead Man's Party. Number 14. Mm. Number 13. What? What? That's ridiculous. Evil Woman, you may not have thought of as a Halloween song, but apparently a lot of people do. Uh, Number 12. I put a spell on you because of mine. Talking about Spotify's last three years of Halloween playlists. Here is number, uh, what are we up to? Number 11. Very superstitious. I don't think of that as a Halloween. Halloween song. Number 10. Number 9. That legit, right? Fresh Prince. Nightmare on my street? Yep. Allie, here's your Rockwell at number eight. Number seven from Spotify. Oh, Dean, how mad are you? We're so bad. This is Halloween is number six. Here's number five. Number four. Now, we mentioned number one was Michael Jackson's Thriller. Number two is uh, Bobby Boris Pickett, The Monster Mash. Here's one I'm surprised you didn't come up with at number three. Who can you call? Oh, oh man. Who uh, who won the game? Anyone keep track of that? Kevin got two. What? Kevin yeah. won the Kevin game? Won. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen. Let me just yeah. give you a little behind the scenes. Yesterday, uh-huh. we were in the office, yes. and we were talking all about Halloween songs uh-huh. that we might play tomorrow, and Dave read off 30. And I wondered if that was going to screw up this whole game because we talked about so many different songs. And it sure didn't. Kevin won, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, a very special Halloween edition of B Makes Us Guess. B Makes Us Guess, yeah. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. We're talking about a lot of Halloween stuff for obvious reasons uh, this week here on the Kevin and Bean Show. And uh, if you're like a lot of people, if you if you didn't already uh, do your Halloween costuming on uh, Saturday this past weekend, maybe you're still got a party ahead of you tomorrow night. And we started thinking about costume fails because that's not something we've talked about very much. Man, if a costume is too elaborate, you think it looks fantastic. You got to think five hours down the road when you're trying to walk home in it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there are some costumes that just get unwieldy 
difficult to see out of, difficult for people to to know who's in the costume. A lot of things can go wrong, right? Sure. Dave, you had something when you were a kid? Man, so it, it's all coming to make sense, starting to make sense to me now. Uh, when we were recording the B team, which is available now, yeah, yeah, character.com, um, we were talking about Halloween and, and dressing up and stuff like that. And it, it triggered a story about when I was a kid in elementary school, I dressed up as a pirate. And I used to walk to school and I would go through the intermediate school, mm-hmm. you know, and then to my elementary. So I, had a, I was a pirate and I had a patch on my eye. And I'm walking this whole way. It's about, you know, seven or eight blocks. I go through the school, get to my my school, and my teacher's like, why do you have your eye closed? And I was like, no, I'm wearing a patch. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Was your entire costume the eye patch? No, it was a pirate. I was a pirate. Okay. Yeah. So Because you're pretty lazy. So I, yeah, no, no. This I is, know, this is, this is go, I'm a pirate. This, this, yeah, Arr. this is... No, this was... I had everything, All yeah? Right. So I get to... The, my teacher asks, why do you... Why are you closing your eye? And I was like, because I'm a pirate. She goes, but you, you don't, you're not wearing a patch. And I was like, what? I opened my eye. My patch fell off, and I had my eye closed <laughs> the whole walk through. Oh, you didn't have an eye patch. I didn't God. have an eye patch. Was your parrot okay? <laughs> That's my awesome. Parrot was on my shoulder. How's your peg leg? Ugh, okay. peg leg was fine. It's still dragging, but you know. What a how do you dumb not, kid! How do you right? not feel an eye patch <laughs> come off of your head? Because when I, it was so like it, it bothered me so. Ow! I just poked my eye. when I when I it was covering my eye and it bothered me so much that oh I, the eye I, patch was covering your eye yeah so i closed my eye i closed that one eye mm-hmm. so i'm like and i'm walking through all the so the patch school. irritated your eye that's why your eye was closed yeah yeah i, I mean yeah so so i'm walking and everyone's looking at me and i'm thinking all right i got a cool costume nah it was just oh. because my patch fell off and i'm Winking wow. at all the intermediate kids. They and, must have just thought, oh, and, don't say anything. Just no. let them go. And, and the nice teacher was like, no, you you don't have anything. Your eyes just, you're just closing your kids eyes. Kids are stupid. Kids are stupid. That's <laughs> we true. We are. It's so true. maybe that's why I hate Halloween costumes now. It could be. Yeah, just like everything. Every it time was I, trauma when you were a kid. And every time I try something, it just it goes bad. So forget costumes. Costumes suck. <laughs> all right. Who else has a costume fail? I don't remember Omar. Any Omar does? Yeah, Omar was a vampire, and uh, you know, took his time to put up all the makeup, make his face white with the fangs and all that. And throughout the day, it just started melting, and his face just just. So he went as Robert Smith of the Cure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you have to pay attention to weather for sure, because if it's especially here in LA. It can be so hot on Halloween. And when I was a kid, I feel like for 10 years in a row, we had wildfires. So every oh, year it was during like, Halloween. yeah, uh, got to wear a mask. Wait, but I don't have, I can't cover my face. No, you have to wear a mask. It's too smoky. Insane. Wow. Yeah. That is. Uh, we're going to take your calls, by the way, at 1-800-520-1067. If you had a, a mishap with your Halloween costume or it was a poorly thought out Halloween costume, I will tell you that, uh, you know, while we're on the subject and, uh, you know, being real and uh, secret time, I may re- regret my Kanye West costume from a few <laughs> years ago. Think? <laughs> um, I think it was right on the edge of the uh, of, of really dumb white people getting politically correct enough to understand that even though you're just trying to look like a celebrity, maybe there's a point at which you carry it too far 
where you make your skin look like their skin. It certainly is very different now than it was when that happened. It is, yes. Yeah. I mean, there were people then who were like, ooh, but then most people were like, oh, I get it. You're just trying to look like Kanye West. And, and I certainly meant no, no, no ill. I mean, look, Megyn Kelly just lost her job for questioning, you know, questioning whether blackface is appropriate. It's clearly not appropriate in any circumstance, but this was many, many years ago. And I consider that a costume fail. I consider that one I wish I could take back. Mm. It was. And what did Kanye tell you when you told him he dressed? As he Kanye? said, That's, that ain't cool. <laughs> <laughs> he said, that ain't cool. Yeah, I didn't yeah. confess to Kanye that I was such a big fan, I dressed up for him as Halloween. But, uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's an example, I think, of a fail. Of yeah. A yeah. Fail. yeah, well, swing and a miss. Uh, 1-800-520-1067. You can call or text us with your fails. Why don't we talk to Kat in Southgate? She's on line one, up first here on the Kevin and Beach on K-Rock. Hey, Kat, how are you? Hey, what's up? Good morning, guys. How was your uh, National Cat Day yesterday? Did you celebrate? <laughs> What's happening? No, I didn't. Stay on target. All right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. right. Halloween costumes gone bad. What happened? So my mother is notorious for torturous costumes. Thanks, Mom. Um, and back in the 80s, she made these giant um, California grape costumes for my brother and I. Not only was they're just eye holes to see out of, the whole thing was made out of some sort of wool type material oh, no. in 100 degree weather. Thanks, Mom. Wait. Wow. So it covered your whole head. It wasn't just like around your body? It was like around our body, around our head. We had like armholes and leg holes, wearing turtlenecks and like tights. Was it elementary school? Middle school? Um, I was in middle school. My brother was in elementary school. But we went to Catholic school, so it was combined. I was going to say a lot of times they have a Halloween like parade Parade. outside on the asphalt, and it's a thousand degrees. (laughs) And I can't imagine you looking like a grape just trying to walk around and not pass out. (laughs) Yeah, and and it was just horrific, and I couldn't wait to tear that. And I actually broke out in some sort of heat rash. It was terrible. Oh, Oh my God. You know, it's so funny because those uh, those people, those guys that are inside the animal suits like college mascots or working at Disneyland. Chip, don't they get breaks because you need air conditioning, you need water, you can't just go out there hour after hour, right? Yeah. Because you pass out, exactly. All right, Kat, great story. We appreciate it so much. Thank you very much for the call. Let's go to Lynn, Long Beach. Take one more before the break, line three, and we'll include your phone calls as well, 1-800-520-1067. Hey, Lynn. Hey, how's it going? Good, thank great. you. Halloween fails. Costume fails, so sorry. I- yeah, I was Reagan from The Exorcist, mm-hmm. and um, I looked really amazing. And then I was like, what am I going to use for the vomit? And I used real split pea soup. And, oh, my God, by the end of the night, it, I almost puked. How many times did you puke, <laughs> like, in the course of the night? No, I didn't, but I felt like it because it smelled so bad from being on my pajamas all night. Oh, I see. I thought you I thought you were actually puking it like you're putting it in your mouth, right? Yeah. But you had would have if you were a bit little bit more committed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of half-hearted. I would say. Did did you master crawling up a flight of stairs backwards on your hands and knees? Actually, yeah. All right. More commitment now. Nice work. Lit is a goer. All right. Thank you very much for the call. We appreciate it. 1-800-520-1067. Your Halloween costume fails. Your failure may help somebody else avoid it tomorrow night. Give us a call. We'll talk to you next time. K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show. World famous K-Rock. We're talking about Halloween costume fails, and we're going to talk to Joshua from Long Beach. Hi there. Hey, good morning, party people. Good morning. Good morning. What happened? So I was like 10 years old at the time, 
and my I wanted to be a zombie. My parents cut up some clothes and such and picked up this specific zombie makeup to put on my face. Mm-hmm. About, uh, I don't know, about 30 minutes after walking around outside, my face started itching pretty bad. And another half hour after that, I was in tears, bawling my eyes out because my face was burning. Oh, no. And it ended up being that I had an allergic reaction to the makeup itself. My parents had to rush me to the hospital. I was out of school for the next week because of the fact that my face was swollen and I was on medication. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. That is the worst of the story. So did you not get any Halloween candy? Did it all fall apart before you were able to trick-or-treat? Um, I dumped it off somewhere in the chaos, and my parents ended up making it up to me and going out and buying me a bunch of candy and stuff. Okay. As, a, as an apology. <laughs> Sorry that, about that whole rash thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, look, in your parents' defense, they had no way of ex- uh, possibly suspecting something like that would happen. But, yeah, that's a memorable Halloween, Joshua. <laughs> Bruce uh, tweets in, I was Mr. Incredible when the Incredibles movie came out. It was all fun and games at the club until I had to go to the restroom to take a leak. This uh. is something people don't think about, by the way. Some say you're going to have to get out of that costume at some point in the night. Costume was a jumpsuit, and I needed help every time to have somebody unzip my back so I was able to go. Uh, Melissa writes in from the 951, My mother went trick-or-treating with us as a bag of grapes. She blew up purple and green water balloons and then had some sort of mesh around them. The only problem was every five feet or so she walked, a balloon would pop. It was a very memorable Halloween. She would scream and laugh every minute, an hour, until there were no balloons left, and she was just stuck wearing an empty sack. Oh, oh my I kind of love that. Not, uh, not what she was hoping for. All right, should we deal with the pain of the Veronicas on the Kevin and Bean show? Yes. Let's do. Let's start with Veronica in Los Angeles. Hi there. Oh, hi. Co- uh, Halloween costume fails. Yes. Uh, so I was about eight years old. I have two older sisters. They're seven and eight years older than me. Uh, so they dressed me as a hooker. But, Your older sister and, uh, dressed you as a hooker at eight. My two older sisters, yes. Okay. They're seven and eight years older than me. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I'm not going to argue that a lady's got to learn at some point, but that seems a little young. <sighs> oh, I had no idea what it was. I just remember them saying, oh, we could dress you up as a hooker. And they just stuffed these pillows in me, put all this makeup on. And then as we're walking trick-or-treating and my cousins are there with us and one of my cousins explains to me what a hooker is mm. so i ran to the house crying and i just started taking everything off and i just didn't end up going trick-or-treating oh, oh. stupid sisters seriously <laughs> yeah right yeah at eight years old Pretty much. all right yeah. veronica thank you Thanks for bringing us down. That was sad. <laughs> oh, All right. Let's Julie go to the Roberts. other Veronica. She's on line two. She's also sad, you guys. Hey, Veronica. Hi, good morning. Good morning. I want you to know that I've been suppressing this memory for 32 years. Oh, Uh-oh. no. <laughs> now it's going to destroy you. I know. And I'm only doing it because my son made me do it. He's in the car with me. Okay, good for him. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I was eight years old, and I always Halloween is like my favorite um, holiday. Mm-hmm. So when I was eight years old, I decided to be a baked potato. A baked potato. Uh, <laughs> hmm. So just imagine a walking baked potato. It's made out of foam, I guess. And I even had like little. I guess I was a baked potato with like eyes and hair. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, everybody, thought, everybody thought I was a, a walking penis. Oh, that's walk- not what you want. <laughs> and, or a walking piece of poo. Oh. oh so everything <laughs> but a baked potato. 
everything better they could you don't do. Happen, you don't happen to have that costume, a picture of you in that costume, do you? No, oh, no. I, again, the person that my son is laughing his ass off right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mom was a penis poop. Right? <laughs> That's what every kid wants to hear. Exactly. Thank you, Veronica. Aww. Appreciate the call so much. All right, let's uh, get back into good and bad taste with Lisa, line eight. She's in Downey. You know, we talked a couple of weeks ago about the costumes maybe you should stay away from. There are some that oh are just too far politically correct to try. Yeah. Lisa, how did yeah. it happen with your husband? How long ago are we talking oh about Oh, my God. This is terrible. Okay, this is early 1970s. Still does not make it okay. He was mm-hmm. in elementary school. Um, yeah, he just put on a white sheet, hooded white sheet, and went as the Ku Klux Klan. I mean, it was horrible. He's wow. He's embarrassed about it. He hates that I even speak about it. Well, I'm sure I he's happy with he's this phone call. <laughs> I hope he's not listening, but I tease him about it all the time, and he hates when I bring it up. But Lisa, it looks like, what how did, did your parents let you go out the door like that? Yeah, I that's just my question. Don't get it. Look yeah, how far we've come nice as a nation, though, that now you can wear your, your Klan outfit to vote and to run for office. Mm-hmm. I mean, things oh, have changed. Oh, that's so sad. So <laughs> sad, but true. And Albuquerque, yeah. I love you. I used to watch every morning on KTLA News. You were my fave. Oh, thank you, Lisa. You Take guys make me laugh every morning. I love you guys. Thank you, Lisa. Thank we you. appreciate it, Lisa. Even Hope though you're your husband wasn't Yeah. Uh, let's go to Surge Pasadena, please. Line six up next. I love it when your costume creates health problems for you. Hey, Surge. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Thank are, you. Are you in the clan? We should check that first before. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you there. I said, what's uh, what's your Halloween fail story? Oh, yeah. So um, I was uh, maybe 20 years old. Uh, at the time, there was a DJ called Dead Mouse who had a great video, and it was just a guy in a plain sheet uh, dressed as a ghost. So I decided to go to this party like that. Where I messed up was the eyes that were black. I I had a sh- I did I used Sharpie for oh, the no. whole night. Yeah, the whole night it's on my head, and I'm like, why am I feeling lightheaded as I'm dancing? <clears throat> and event eventually I just pass out because I was inhaling Sharpie the whole night. And then I wake up to security over me and my friends trying to explain, no, he's not drunk. He just has been inhaling Sharpie all night. Let's uh, let's not be too quick to knock huffing. By the way, I, <laughs> oh I enjoy it on my off time. No, you so. don't. Bean's a big fan. Yeah, Sharpies. <laughs> that's a good choice, my friend. Thank you very much for the call. Appreciate that. All right, we got time for a couple more, Kevin. Who do you like? Uh, let's go to uh, James in Santa Clarita. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? We are good. Thank you. Halloween costume fails. Um. So it was about when I was seventeen. I was in high school. I dressed up as the Joker and I put like the white face paint and I tried to dye my hair, but um, my hair is super dark, so the green really wouldn't come out. Mm -hmm. So I went to a party that night, and it got so hot that I had to take off my jacket. So all I really was wearing was the yellow shirt and white face paint, and a bunch of people thought that I was doing white face and thinking that I was racist. (laughs) That you were doing white face and you were racist? Are you a black guy? I'm Indian. Oh, okay. Okay, so they thought you were doing white face uncool. Still uncool, I guess. Yeah, they didn't like it. <laughs> Both of them were white. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Joker. Thank you very much for the call. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. What's happening? Remember when we told you about uh, the Mac Miller Celebration of Life concert that was going to be happening at the Holly- I'm sorry, at the Greek Theater in yes. L.A.? Well, mm-hmm. it is tomorrow. It's kicking off at 6.30 p.m., 
But if you don't have tickets, don't worry, because it's going to be live streamed for all his fans to watch. It's going to be with streaming partners, including Facebook, Tidal, Twitter, and YouTube. Not bad, right? right? So if you want to check that out, again, it's going to be happening tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles. It's um, also going to launch the Mac Miller Circles Fund. So this concert was put together, organized by his mom and his dad and his brother. It's going to feature performances from Action Bronson, Chance the Rapper, John Mayer, Earl Sweatshirt, Vince Staples, SZA, Thundercat, uh, Travis Scott, ton of huge, wow. huge names. So that's all happening tomorrow. If you want to check it out, Facebook or Tidal or Twitter or YouTube. So that's good news. Yeah, that is good. That sounds yeah. cool. You guys, uh, let's say you're Kid Rock. No. No, please. And uh, let's say... Do you have a choice? Let's say you cancel your Hard Rock Hotel and Casino show due to illness. But then sources start telling Page Six, we're not sure if he was really sick. Apparently he was out celebrating kind of a night on the town before the concert. Mm -hmm. He was in his room at 4 a.m. ordering room service. Apparently it took more than two hours. He got angry. He ordered a helicopter and he left town. What? He got mad that room service was taking too long. So who then orders a helicopter? He he just wanted to get out of there. So one fan said on Twitter that he, quote, canceled at Hard Rock in Atlantic City, supposedly because of poor service. How how bad does your room service have to be that you order a helicopter to leave? I mean, two hours is a long time. It is a long time. I don't think I would go right to helicopter, though. <laughs> That's what odd. do you think? Maybe I can order a pizza or something from another place, something. But nope, he ordered a helicopter and left town. Hmm. That is the weirdest story ever. Yeah. Seems like a crappy thing to do to your fans. Yeah, you think? Fan. Yeah. Fan, sorry. Yeah, that was the one fan that tweeted that he canceled. Yeah. I mean, people are paying to see Kid Rock in this day and age, you guys. It's sure. happening. That it is, is happening. happening. Well, Selena Gomez is no longer the most followed person on Instagram. Yesterday, it was reported that Portuguese soccer star Cristiano Ronaldo has dethroned her as social media queen, although by a relatively small margin. She has, you know, 144,335,107 followers. That's all? Yeah, he has like... 2,000 more. But keep in mind that um, in September, she said that she was taking a social media break. So she hasn't posted anything um, in at least two months. So, I mean, should you really be proud of that? Cristiano Ronaldo? <laughs> He's the one with the eyebrows, right? Yeah. Okay. How is uh, his Instagram, Kevin? I don't follow it. You don't? He's the kind of guy, though, that spends a lot of time looking in the mirror. Yeah. yeah. He's that dude. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely so, flexing and stuff yeah. in those pictures. No thanks. A lot of selfies. It's the worst. It's a lot happening right there. Did you hear about Sean White sparking some uh, some backlash with his costume? Did see he that. He should have called in in the last segment. He should have, yeah. He went to a party over the weekend, and he dressed as a, um intellectually disabled character from 2008's movie Tropic Thunder. Oh, he, my gosh. Yeah. No. He dressed as Simple Jack, and he posted a picture of it, which immediately got a lot of backlash from people that were like, listen, that's not someone you dress up as. And it wasn't real great. So Special Olympics got involved too, and they they had tweeted him and said, "Hey, <laughs> no, it's not it's not a costume." Here's the thing: 
he deleted the picture and apologized. He said, I owe everyone in the Special Olympics community an apology for my poor choice of Halloween costume the other night. It was a last minute decision and it was the wrong one. I'm sorry for being insensitive. Lesson learned. That's a terrible idea. Let me ask you. That's a That's pretty a good apology. Great apology. It and it sounds apology. like it's from him. Absolutely. Versus PR people. Absolutely. Let me ask you guys this. I know the solution is to just stay real wide of anything that could be controversial like that. But um, Forrest Gump, not a legitimate Halloween costume. Famous movie character. Is he too intellectually disabled to be a to be a costume? They didn't call Forrest Gump the R word throughout the movie, like they didn't try. No, but let's face it. You saw the movie. Yeah, I would think that would be okay. I would See, think this that would is be what okay. I'm saying. The line is so it blurry. moves constantly. Of course, mm-hmm. it moves. And and this character that uh, that um, who we talk about, Sean, Sean White, White? D- dressed up, not a real person. You know what I mean? Just a movie character, right? Not a real. So it's not like he was making fun of an actual real person. I understand the confusion. I guess no. It's and more that, you're making fun of a group of people. Well, he was he though, or was he just dressed up as one character from one movie? I assume he meant it as one character from one mm-hmm. movie. I look, assume that it was just a. He's right that it was just a choice, and right. he went with it. He tried to look like that guy. It's not like he sat down and went, "I need to offend everyone that's in that community." What if he did though? But he didn't. That would be bad. <laughs> that would be a very that would bad, be bad choice. So but, I guess what I'm saying is, I agree that it's an inappropriate contest, but I don't think it makes him a monster. I think no. it's just a misstep. That's no, it. and the fact that he apologized right away when most people wouldn't they would just avoid the whole thing or mm-hmm. they would have a long drawn out apology written by a PR person it sounds like that was his his absolute apology but it's just it seems easy to me not to dress up as something that could possibly hurt someone it yeah. just seems easy I just think he said it was last minute and I think if you're mm-hmm. trying to come up with something and you're thinking about movies or anything that you've seen to inspire you and you come across that you think oh that's a movie character I don't again I if he made that decision quickly I don't think that he could steer clear of that because I don't think he saw those consequences no, I don't think... I think he was very surprised to hear that people were so down on it. I'm not... I was going to dress up in beer mug this year. I'm not going to do my beer mug no, costume no, no. this year. Can't it's do that. Not, not worth the risk. It is not. And I don't want to walk around with my shirt off all night. <laughs> well, you have to. That's part of the. That mug. is part of it. It's yeah. just who he is. Oh, we need to talk at some point about the mustache. Are the we mustache just going to let it, let it go that he has a... Not only like a mustache, but... It looks like a fake mustache with how bushy it is. It's pretty. It's a pretty strong mustache. Yes. What's that all about? Full-on porn look. Well, Chip and I said, um, just so you know, no mustaches ever look good. And his response was, I know, they can be pretty hit or miss. And we said, no, <laughs> literally just said, no mustaches ever look good. He's like, oh, all right. But maybe maybe we're wrong, Chip. Maybe there are women out there that dig a mustache. No? I assume Give there us are. A call right now. one 800 We don't need no? calls on All right. that, no. Maybe later. Some birthdays for you. Henry Winkler, Gavin Rossdale, and Kevin Pollock. And that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Hey, uh, DJ Omar Khan. Hey, you Hall of Fame radio broadcasters. Oh, come on, Don't man. Don't even start like that. <laughs> what are you guys doing? We're, well, we were doing well right up until now. You guys Omar, have nothing to worry about. Look, 
look, look, we know we're terrible, okay? You're not going to come in here and break any news here. I know you do the B-Team podcast yeah. with your little friends, and you go back and listen to old tapes of the Kevin Bean Show and critique it. Yeah. We know we suck. Listen, listen, I... I beg to disagree because oh. if you sucked, then you would not be in the Radio Hall of Fame. Why don't you Along- shut up and just get to the clips? <laughs> Alongside <laughs> the likes of Vince Scully, mm. Bob Hope. I mean. Jack Benny. Unreal. Larry King. What? Yes, they all deserved it. Casey exactly. Kasem. No. A legend like Wolfman Jack. I know. Wow. There was one mistake that was made, and it was the Listen, year they put it I don't think, the Hall of Fame. I don't think they even knew it was us, because the day we got inducted to the Hall of Fame, they tweeted, congrats to Kevin and Bean from KISS FM. Yep. <laughs> they <laughs> tweeted that. Yeah. I don't think they even knew it was uh, us. But I think they thought they were getting Seacrest. Listen, you guys try to downplay your okay. greatness. Yeah, all right. And, what you know, you Allie, mm-hmm. Let's face it. We work yeah. with legends. We Radio really do. legends. Uh, you know, really piloted on. Okay, here, okay. let's Every get to the, let's I, get to the embarrassing clips. I'm thankful. They're co- they're approaching thirty years. All right, mm-hmm. let's get on to the K-Rock. clips. Yeah. Bring in the yucks. They're, you know, sure. what I mean, they're, they're just so awesome. And over the years, I've done a couple of song tributes to you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done like Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you take all of the time right there. So listen, you guys are masters of the mic. We all know that, right? You guys are titans of the talk. Oh, you guys God. are behemoths of broadcasting. <laughs> so I've done. This a is going to be really so, bad. So I've done a couple of songs like you know Kevin a big-headed drunkie, mm-hmm. but, you know, I've been along this journey with you for about 15 years mm-hmm. here with Kevin and Bean. Yeah. Yes. And I have Are there a, any clips associated with there this? There is. Okay. There is. There's actual, Can we get to those? I'm going to do a heartfelt song tribute. Oh. Because, you know, I've always done a song kind of like, you know, mocking Kevin and Bean. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I think, post uh, being uh, inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame, you guys, like a fine wine, have gotten better with age. So I, I did a little tribute song, and this is all post, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and if this, right? We have to go downstairs to interview him in the parking lot. We have plenty of time okay. for this. So um, I put together a little tribute for you guys, oh, and no. uh, I want to give props. Uh, Trevor, the imaging director, did the vocals on this. Oh, okay. no. And uh, this is just a little tribute to, uh, to okay. Kevin and Bean and how they've just gotten better. Oh, you already seen uh, that. Since uh, the ra- the, being inducted okay. to the Radio Hall of Fame. Okay. All right. Lately, I've been, I've been thinking, you guys sound so much crappier. You guys sound so much crappier when the morning comes. You want to have some fun. But when you turn on the mic, we can hear you and you sound so stupid and so dumb. How are you, boy? Every moment with. <laughs> Would you like to take that back? Cause you talk for a living and I can't believe they let you broadcast on air. Marlos, that's a toss up. You talk for a living. <laughs> I cannot believe that you guys get paid to do this. Sorry, I have to swallow. You guys are freaking idiots. I'm just a dumbass. This is a tribute to. Why? Tribute to Kevin and Bean. Tickets to the sale uh, Friday, 10 at noon. Friday, 10 at noon? Why would I say that? <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> Very talented actor Dylan McDermott here on the K-Rock uh, Morning Show. What? That's us, right, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've ever called it that. You guys sound so much crappier. You guys sound so much crappier. 323-520-AFRO, uh, 24 hours a day. They had to do that emergency thing where they, uh, whatever it is, they they put on you, bring your breath back or whatever. (laughs) It's probably not the best description. And then to get that response, just 
pours fire yeah. on the on the uh, you know gasoline whatever. How that however that one works. Okay, however that works. Yes. One eight hundred five two zero one 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 three two three five two zero one zero six seven. That's the number for the Kevin Beat Afro Line. We have your calls on no. the air. What? No, is that not right? Three two three five two zero AFRO. Yep, that's the number oh, for the Kevin Beat Afro Line. Jesus. It is the Kevin and Bean Show at 22 minutes after 9 o'clock. You are listening to... Oh, you already said that part. Yep. <laughs> hey, uh, Dr. Drew's on the phone, you guys. I said that part like 12 seconds ago. You guys sound so much crappier. You guys sound so much crappier. Now, I know that's a tenuous... What's the word I'm looking for after tenuous? Anyone? <laughs> Bean's just being quiet on purpose because that's the rule. I know that's a weak example, is what I'm trying to say. Would it be a connection? A connection. connection? Could that be it? Thank you, Bean. Connection is the word I could not think of. Lately, I've been, I've been thinking. You guys sound so much crappier. You guys sound so much crappier. Wow, this is something. The only thing I can think is... Uh, mistaken door, mistaken door. They, they mistaken thought they doorbell to... identity. <laughs> no, I was thinking. I, I'm not sure how to say it, but they they meant to go to somebody else's house, got the wrong uh, apartment or condo or house number, whatever you have. How about wrong address? <laughs> like that? <laughs> that would have been a more succinct way to say it. Yeah, you guys are real. Dis- you're real. Con- <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? Deserting. You're really deserting. Woo. Andrew Siciliano on the line. Uh, Andrew Siciliano, I should say. More pronounced, the better. Huh? <laughs> what? You are right? More pronounced, better. Oh, you blow. Oh, you blow. You blow, blow, blow. That's, that's the secret, success, secret to the success of that show. Well said. <laughs> I mean, Hall of Fame. I mean, I gotta guilty, admit, guilty, guilty, guilty. I gotta wow. admit that was pretty good. You're welcome. Uh. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, <laughs> the world famous K Rock. Did you just leave your your Sherpa out in the hall, Eddie? You're not even going to bring the man in? <laughs> Give him some credit for helping you up the mountain to get here today? If I had to thank every person that's helped me up into a building. <laughs> we Ladies did change locations since the last time we had Eddie Ift in. Which, uh, by the way, I just want you to think about that for a moment. Who gave Eddie the new address? <laughs> right. Well, as let a, me, as let a me reason sh- we moved. Let me show you my text. Uh, your uh, your genius uh, uh, producer, Dave, over there gave me... Uh, a different address. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Wow. It's not surprising. Yeah, he gave me the wrong address to the place. Interesting. Yeah, which I'll show you. I have proof. Okay. Oh, well, we so, believe you. Not <laughs> so how long did you wait for us at IHOP to do the interview? <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, no, I was waiting down in the parking garage. No, it took me like, it. Uh, All right, listen, wait. you didn't come up the elevator. Let's get to that. Okay. You didn't come up the elevator. Yeah, it's been about 10 years. Since you've taken an elevator? elevator? I still take them every once in a while. I have to go in. I have to make sure there's a trap door. And uh, I... Why is this? Because claustrophobia? Yeah. It's it's actually... I read it's called clethrophobia, which is a fear of being trapped. I did an entire podcast. Burt Kreischer and I talked about it. We both kind of have it. Uh, A lot of comedians have it, apparently. I think nobody wants to be trapped, but... But, but Eddie, I mean, what mine's if, like a horrible thing. Yeah, it sounds wow. bad. But what if you, the elevator opens and you see that you are going to be the only person on the elevator? Does that make you more comfortable? No, I need someone to talk to. You need to. someone else. Okay. <laughs> to talk so to, in other words, to come up one not, floor? It's not yeah. the fear of being stuck in an elevator with 14 hot, sweaty people oh, around that's, you. Oh, that's awful. That's the worst ever. But like still, I, even by yourself, it's still a no-go. 
Yeah, yeah no. You so walk upstairs. Any, any situation you have where you can avoid an elevator, like if you go to a hotel this weekend, wherever you're playing, and you're on the 14th floor, you'll walk 14 flights to get to your room. Put it this way. My mother was in the hospital a year ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I... Sorry, Mom, can't visit. It, it got like that. What? Because, well, I went up to see her. I rode the elevator seat. I, I, like, stalked out the whole, like, case, the entire hospital and found my elevator. I okay. found this one that I liked. Why I did like, you like it? I don't know. It had two doors. It was fast. It, the doors opened quickly. Okay. Get, and I was like, this is my elevator. Seems like a lot of research to do before you take an elevator, but so go ahead. My mom was very ill. I had to go see her, like, every day, a few times a day. I'm leaving one day <laughs> to go... Uh, to go get something to eat, and my elevator's stuck. I see the police there. Oh. And I go, uh, you guys here for me? And they're like, huh, huh. You know, they hear that all the time. And uh, But you were serious. And I go, uh, what's going on? They're like, oh, there's a guy in there. And I go, what do you mean? They're like, oh, there's a guy stuck in there. And I go, how, how long has he been stuck? And I'm hoping they go, oh, just a minute. We're going to get him out. Right. They go, oh, you know, like 20 minutes, half hour or something. And I go, well, well, can you guys go get him? Can you get him out of there? And they go, uh, well, we're waiting for the guy to fix it. I right. go, where's he? And they're like, why do you care? Calm down, dude. <laughs> you took that like, elevator like, probably I'm, five minutes before. Yeah, I'm questioning the police like they've done something right, wrong. Right. And I'm like, uh, can you what, get... What, you writing can, a can, book, man? Yeah, they, they, they were... And I go, uh, they're like, well, the guy's coming to fix it. And I go like this, do you mind if I stick around and watch? What? And, yeah, they were like, why? I'm like, I have this terrible fear of elevators and blah, blah, blah. And the girl uh, officer looks at me and she goes, what are you, what kind of loser are you? Right. <laughs> and I was That's like. A valid question. I said. I, <laughs> 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 and I'm like, yeah, I just have this terrible fear. So the elevator repairman shows up and he starts, like, playing with it and everything. And he goes, he looks at us. He goes, yeah, can't get him. What? And I'm like, what do you mean you can't get him? And he's so like, he lives there now he's full like, time? <laughs> he goes, we're going to have to call the elevator company and get someone out from them. Mm-mm. And I go, well, can, can you talk to... He goes, he's trapped between floors. I go, can you talk to the guy? Because he's probably freaking out. And uh, can you let him know? So the guy, this is total Pittsburgh where I'm from. The guy opens the door and he goes, what? What do you want me to do? I go, just let the guy know he's going to be okay. All of a sudden, you're calling shots here. Yeah, this right? is weird. <laughs> So he opens you the, go over there. You go up and talk to him. He opens the elevator door and he goes like this. Pizza's on its way. And then shuts the door. And I, he goes, you happy? <laughs> so I wait forever. And the guy never shows up. And finally, I'm like, oh, I got to get out of here. So I, I find this weird stairwell. I've got to go through like three more wings. Of Meanwhile, the Eddie's mom died right. 20 minutes yes, ago. Yes. <laughs> so... I come back from eating like an hour later and he's still in there. What? And I start talking to the guy because they're not talking to him. I'm like, hey, dude, you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm like, he clearly wasn't as scared as you would have. And I'm like, how are you fine? You're stuck in an elevator. <laughs> now you're mad at him have for you, being fine. Have you read about the woman in China that stayed there a month and died? <laughs> a month. A woman was in one a month. Yeah. Yeah, the old lady in that apartment complex, yeah. Well, you said about 10 years ago is when this started. Was it yeah. a traumatic event in an elevator? What happened? Did you have a panic attack? Um, it's a good question because you I, didn't have it before that. They, no, I've always had it a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, like I never, like when I was a kid, I didn't like to wrestle. And guys would like lock guys up. I'm like, hey, I'm out of here. When I'd see like kids in the pool playing like that, I'm like, I'm going to get out of the pool. I just don't want to huh. be put in a headlock. Um, I don't like roller coasters that lock you down. 
Wow, you're missing out on a lot of fun. Yeah, I used to ride roller coasters. I went to, my wife made me go to a hypnotist. And the hypnotist said to me, okay, so we're going to do this. And she started talking to me. She goes, now you're going to feel like you can't move. You're completely paralyzed. And I was like, this is what I'm afraid of. <laughs> and she had me, like, it worked. I was completely. It worked. Yeah, she had me in complete paralysis. And um, she's like, it's going to take 10 sessions. And I was like, I'm never coming back here. Wow. So I left. How do you feel about a firm handshake, Eddie? Uh, it depends on who's from. Okay. Uh, no, I, uh. I'm get. I've heard there's a lot of therapists that can work it out, and I probably should find a good one. I but mean, you don't, you don't yeah, think there yeah. was an incident, as Allie was suggesting, where you were on an elevator that's the the cable snapped or something like that? No, right? I'm not afraid of them dropping. I'm afraid okay. of being stuck. Being mm-hmm. stuck in one. You're stuck. not afraid of them dropping, which would kill you. I don't like. You're afraid of being stuck, where you're guaranteed to stay alive. Yes, I don't like bathrooms that that like that don't have windows. Like if I'm in a Starbucks or something, alert! If you're behind me at Starbucks. Don't come in after me because I don't lock the door. What? I can't lock the door. He wants to get out. Wants to make yeah. sure it doesn't lock him in. Yeah, that's bad <sighs> surprise. This <laughs> for is... everyone else. Oh, you should see when I, my, my my agents have to call hotels before I go there, <laughs> and they're like, to what? Ask if they have stairs. Well, yeah, if they have stair access to the hotel. Well, that's anticipatory anxiety. You yeah. are way before this could happen. Yeah. You're worrying about what could happen. Oh yeah, yeah. I, You're uh, messed up. Is what well, we say. Eddie, when you, oh, Eddie, this when is you sightsee, sad. like you'll never go to the top of the Empire State Building of the Statue of Liberty. N- n- I've like done that. it all, and We've I'm done, done, done it, done with it. Okay, okay. yeah, it's yeah. weird. Um, uh, I used to freak out surfing when I I surf a lot, and I'd mm-hmm. get it held down like underwater right. for a yeah. while, and that would kind of freak me out. But for some reason, I've overcome that. Well, you but, love the surfing part of it. Yeah, but I mean, the hold downs are scary as hell. Yeah, of course. But uh, you don't know which way's up. Yeah, but I'm I'm kind of I mean, there's a little bit after it. Like oh, it was pretty scary. But uh, all right, we have to take a break. Uh, in the commercials, though, let's all dogpile on Eddie. Why would I you like say it. That? That's a great idea. Everybody on the staff just come in and just jump on him and hold him down. That's a great oh idea. Oh my god! And see how it goes. You're a genius. I'm sweating. Eddie is here to promote his comedy fundraiser show, The Comedy Wipeout, which is going to be this Sunday at the Comedy Store in Hollywood. Oh my gosh! Wait to hear about who's hosting. Wait to hear about the lineup. Wait to hear about the great cause. It's going to be a wonderful event. We'll talk more with our guest Eddie Ift right after this on K Rock. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. K O Q Q. Every uh, minute he's here, we find out something else he's afraid of. <laughs> You're a fear, fearful dude. You are not going to be able to leave uh, your not, apartment not, not, in a few years, Eddie. I'm, there's a weird thing. I can do lots of crazy stuff. Like, I'm not afraid of, uh, you know, dangerous stuff. Yeah, uh, you seem like an adrenaline about, junkie. Yeah, a bit. What I about, should, like, skydiving? I had no problem doing Fine with that. Yeah. Just, wow. Yeah. Odd. Because but, it's so wide open, I but assume. Go to the Starbucks restroom, man. Right? That's what kills you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, How many people me... have walked in on you at the Starbucks? So, it's so funny when it happens. When I'm taking is it a, funny when for I'm, them or when you? I'm, when I'm taking a dump and it, ha- I feel like I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm a flasher, or a, a voyeur, or something. Do you say sorry or do you say gotcha? I, I don't know why I. No, he says finally. When when people go to open the door, I don't know why I say someone's in here. Like I don't I don't, I don't claim it. Like I'm in here. Right. Someone, some guy I don't know. Huh. I've yeah. almost removed myself from the. Uh, we're in here. I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe they think there's two of us. I got gotcha. to stay out. 
Hey, Eddie, uh, we have uh, many things that we want to talk to you about, but I want to make sure to get out the plug for folks who can't stay with us because your event this Sunday sounds super fun. You're at the Comedy Store, 8 o'clock, benefiting the Save the Waves Coalition. Now, you mentioned that you are a surfer, and are a bunch of these other comedians also surfers that are going to be there with you? Yeah, they're actually really good comedians, uh, very funny surfers. Uh, they're uh, <laughs> That's a strange group. Their surfing is not as good as their comedy. They're all incredible comedians like Lachlan Patterson, who uh, was runner-up in Last Comic Standing. Moshe Kasher had his own show on Comedy Central. Uh, if you've ever seen the Chad Goes Deep guys, the viral videos, the guys that go protest at oh, City Hall. Right. I yeah. love that yeah. dude. Yeah, <laughs> so we have uh, Tom. Who's He's Chad, the guy who wanted uh, the Paul Walker statue, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, Great yeah. stuff. <laughs> so so we have uh, Tom from that, Tom Allen, who goes by Chad Kroger, <laughs> is his, is his uh, <laughs> alias. He's a really funny comedian. Uh, Andrew Norelli has been a letterman a bunch of times. Uh, Steve-O was just added to it. Steve, oh, is that right? Steve-O nice. surfs. We, we all kind of surf together a lot. We meet up and surf. Uh, I have yet to surf with Steve-O. Um, so I, but he, he sets his balls on fire when he surfs. I know, you know that, right? <laughs> I, yeah, like he, <laughs> I, I, he asked me to see, like, come see his special that he was working on. He's like, come over to my house. And when I went to his house, me and my fears, as I was opening the door to his house, I thought, I'm getting punched in the face, aren't I? I mean, that's like, a valid question like, with Steve-O. Like, yeah. something's going to happen to me right now. And I was a little scared. And I was like, why am I doing this? Why don't, am I walking into this? Don't go skydiving with Steve-O. We, we, we learned that. Well, what, what happened? I mean... Oh yeah. yeah, really? Yes. yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. you'll see it. Really and you yeah. don't want yeah. any of that. Uh, I want to. I want to ask you about this. And by the way, the uh, the the show edf.com, You can get the tickets. They started just twenty five bucks. Sal Masakela is going to be. Oh no, Sal right? had to cancel because he had to go to. Uh, he's down in Africa doing something for National Geographic uh, Channel. Sal so, Masakela will not be there, ladies. No, and so gentlemen. Sal's not there. But we do have a big, big special guest. So. Uh, we, Who is it? Yeah, we can't say yet. Oh. It'll be on the uh, it'll be on the schedule if you keep checking back. Okay, it'll probably edf.com. I wanted to ask you a professional comedian's opinion on this because when Steve-O told us, and I remember it well, when he came in the first time to say, "Guys, guys, I'm doing stand-up comedy," <laughs> and we had the same thought, which is, "Poor Steve-O, yep. he, he can't get any jackass work. He wants to keep doing something for entertainment, but there's no way this dude can do comedy." Yeah, dude. <laughs> and he not only did comedy. He got really, really good at it and has turned it into a phenomenal career with phenomenal. a tre tremendous following. And he kills every time you see him on stage. Phenomenal. Like, the guy is sold out wherever he goes. Like, how did he... I mean, you know how long it takes to be a comedian. It, you know how, the, the work ethic you have to have to make it work. It seems like he's almost an overnight success. He's, he's a natural, like, uh, like Burt Kreischer. When I first met Burt Kreischer... I had read about him in Rolling Stone magazine that he was like the party animal of the right, year right. and all that. And I remember reading it and I was like, this guy didn't do anything I didn't do in college. I was doing all this stuff. And then at the very end of the article, it said, and he's moving to New York to become a stand-up comedian. And I was like, good luck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that I, worked out pretty well for him. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think there are guys that are just, you know, it's... Takes a, takes a certain level of insecurity, mm -hmm. very high level of that, and a mm -hmm. very uh, a desperate need for attention. And uh, check. And and once you have that, you know you'll you'll do anything to get there. I will say this: that we've done April Foolishness every year, and comedians are crazy. Oh yeah. yeah. Insane. I mean, yeah. really, just nuts. And you guys only see the surface right. of it. Like mm -hmm. you, somebody should interview comedian wives. And oh, just, interesting. And just be like, tell us what you mean. Yeah, a lot of ex-wives. 
but just be like, I, I, I've lived with two other comedians, and I, I know I'm crazy. And then I was like, oh my god, like they're really like Ed, Eddie. Were you the one that saved us one year by agreeing to close the show? Oh yes, yes no one else would because no, and that's a weird thing about comedians is nobody ever wants to close the show, which you think Not, in in any other line of work would be considered a compliment. Your show though is all like. You've got your your cleanup batter, and you've got a lineup of ten of those. Or I mean, so. a lot of times we have like Fluffy wants to go first because he needs to catch a flight to Vegas or something. Mm-hmm. You get the very best comedians in the world, so it's we usually don't have to perform like that. You have an opener and a feature who aren't as the same level of success or aren't as solid or whatever. They're not as in the business as long. Don't have the experience. But you guys are like, boom, But it's different boom, when you're coming boom, on after, like, boom. Patton Oswalt or somebody. It's yeah. impossible when you have that much. Like, people only have so much energy to laugh. And after an hour and a half, hour of it, they're like, I'm exhausted. I've just been laughing <laughs> for an hour straight. I mean, I, I remember I felt like a cheerleader. I was out there like, come on, Kevin and Bean fans, let's go. Let everybody stand up, jiggle it off. It was, it was craziness because that year no one would do it. And we finally came to Eddie. We were like, Eddie, we need somebody to close. And he's like. Really? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, oh, all right. Uh, I don't want to do it. He wasn't I'll do happy it for you about it. I had did to, it. I had to use reverse psychology on the crowd. I walked out. I was like, they said you guys wouldn't have the energy. <laughs> they said you guys would be too drunk and couldn't pay attention. Well, you <laughs> killed it, by the way, as you always do. And uh, and it's just weird trying to put that lineup together. It's like a jigsaw puzzle because you know Jimmy Pardo wants to be home by uh, you know eight p.m. to watch Nashville. You well, know, I mean, everybody's got something else going on that well, night. Well, I'll tell you what. Listen, every time I do it, right here, I'll say it. I'll go last. I'm not afraid. I'm your man. I can do it. I'll handle it. I enjoy it. You're not really a big enough name to go last, but I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What do you, uh, let's talk one more time about the comedy fundraiser show. Did did we mention you're benefiting the Save the Waves Coalition? Oh, yeah. I forgot. It's a benefit. Going into the ocean, right? Yeah. It's a benefit. We're trying to save the the coastline so that we can keep surfing. Uh, No, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's falling apart. I was, I was surfing a spot, which I can't mention because it's my little secret spot, uh, about, I think it was about three weeks ago, and I watched a cliff just fall into the ocean. Oh, no. And I was like, uh, and it was like, it came down and there was a little bit of sand, a little bit of beach, and I saw someone's like beach towel right there, and I was like, if you're under that, you're- You're dead. You're, you're dead. Gone. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, I got a new fear. Uh, <laughs> Great. That's what you need. I literally now walk like- far from the cliffs as I go down. I'm like, they fall into the ocean. I didn't yeah. realize that's how they became cliffs. <laughs> how about all the public service announcements we see every day on TV and radio about the trash in the ocean? Eddie, do you see that when you're out surfing? Um, if you, I, even in just Venice Beach, one time I was surfing and uh, you're not supposed to surf after the rain because all of the horrible garbage goes in there and yeah. you end up with pink eye or ear infections. Or I, And I, I used to do it. I stop. I wait like 72 hours. But I remember one day I was swimming and there was like trash around him. My friends like, oh, what's the big deal? It's just trash. And then I saw a condom, yeah, just float right in front of me, and I was like, I'm done, <laughs> I'm done. But there, are, there are places like I went to the Maldives uh, on a surf trip, and uh, humble brag, and uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's a brag, but it's also like. It's a badge of honor. You flew. I flew like thirty some hours to get there. Flying has to be a fear for you. Then, it's too. A, it can be a little weird. So okay. Let's not talk about it. I right. gotta do it every week, um, tomorrow or the next day. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, but there were the islands are gorgeous. The atolls are beautiful, but you don't see the ones where they don't clean the garbage off them that oh. are just covered in plastic. Covered. And I get pictures from like, you know, in America we do a good job cleaning our beaches. But you go anywhere, like any third world country, and it's just like a, a garbage dump. Oh, that's yeah. the worst. Yeah. There's like islands out there in the ocean of plastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The size of Texas, right. Well, great uh, cro- uh, great cause, great uh, lineup, too. If you missed it, uh, uh, Moshe Kair is going to be there. Um, you're, I forgot you're about f- Joe Prano. Joe Prano's on the Joe show. Joe Prano's going to be there. Andrew Norelli. Um, Lachlan Patterson. I mean, it's a wonderful lineup. It's going to be at 8 o'clock at the Monty Comedy Franklin. Store. Monty Franklin. Aussie guy. We've got to throw an Aussie in there. If you see it, he's on uh, Rob Schneider's show. He's been on that and New okay. Girl. Funny guy. We, I mean, it's packed. And somebody said, why don't you have any women on the show? I got that. Of course. And we get I, that every year. And I said, find me a woman that's funny that surfs. Even just find me a comedian, female that surfs, and I'll put her on the show. And, Not uh, a surf. Okay. And I didn't didn't have it. EddieF.com is where you want to go to buy the tickets for this Sunday night. Do we have time for 60 seconds with our guest? Yes, we do. Eddie, you ready? Uh, first thing seconds. that comes to your mind. Oh, no. 60 seconds with Eddie Ift. What were you like in high school? Uh, eggplant. What's your go-to song for karaoke? <laughs> uh, to all the girls I've loved before. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, what's, I'm, I'm Julio. What is the very first job you ever had? Uh, lifeguard. Candy corn. Garbage candy or candy that tastes like garbage? Uh, d- 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 vomit. Thank you. Cat dog or... Uh, I'm sorry, cat guy or dog guy? Dog guy, jeez. On a scale of 1 to 10, how are you as a dad? Uh, t- 27. <laughs> What's your worst moment on stage? Uh, I-, I can't even tell you here. Okay, at what age are you too old to trick or treat? Uh, next year. Have you, <laughs> have you ever been in a real fight? Hundreds. <laughs> Oh, one or lost? What's your what's your oh, batting um, average? Almost lost every almost one. Almost every one. A <laughs> lot of them. Maybe you should learn to fight. <laughs> I know Maybe that skill would help you. Uh, well, next time Eddie's in, we're going to want to hear a rundown of some of those fights. Oh, right? Well, that's going to be fun. They're just that- beatings. <laughs> <laughs> you don't actually participate. You just get beat. All right. Have fun Sunday, man. Thanks for coming. Thanks, by. guys. I you appreciate bet. it. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Holly. Bean. Take us home. I'd like to uh, give something away, if you don't mind. All right. All right. Fair enough. How would you like to see WWE SmackDown live at Staples Center on November Yay! 20th? If you are caller 15 right now, you're going to get a pair of tickets to WWE SmackDown. For the first time, WWE Survivor Series invades the Staples Center with three huge events. It's going to be kind of awesome. Tickets available now at AXS.com or call 1-800-520-1067. Be caller 15 and you're going to get a pair of tickets. Yum, yum. Give me some of that. All right. Speaking of not yum, yum, it is National Candy Corn Day. It's disgusting. It's just gross. When was the last time you guys had candy corn? Uh, The last time I was like, oh, it can't be as bad as I remember. It was the first time. It was the first time I had it because it's, it's just, crap. It. It's just sugar. It's just no, it isn't just sugar. sugar. It just it is. isn't. I know sugar. Trust it me, I'm a sugar expert. It couldn't be more delicious. Mm. It just tastes like a candle. A mixed disgusting with, candle. Mixed with tire rubber. With tire rubber and perfume. Yeah. Who hurt you guys? Ugh. Candy corn. My disappointment is immeasurable. And my day is ruined. I think Bean's the only one that stands up for candy corn. Well, he was until, do you remember the song from the point of view of candy corn that Jensen did? Hey, I know you see me. 
I don't know why you keep passing on me. Every Halloween, it's the same story. I don't know why. Is it because we look like wax? Just give candy corn some love. Halloween's a celebration, kids all in the streets A holiday that's focused on costumes and tasty treats You think there's no way that October could end tragic But it's hard for a candy that people consider plastic I'm candy corn and life isn't great I'm at the bottom of a list of candies that people hate But then there's Beanie's, the person I have to thank Between sips of spoiled chocolate milk and awful fruitcake He praises all my efforts and I never make him sick And he's the only man on earth who doesn't think I taste like So when you celebrate and think Halloween is great Keep in mind that candy corn just can never catch a break. So that so that song exists. I'll tell you this. Um, we just posted the video at uh, Kevin and Bean. As yeah, well. at Kevin and Bean mm-hmm. on Twitter and Facebook, and it's also on the K Rock YouTube's. We post a video, and it just seemed little candy corn animated like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes you feel for candy corn because candy, no, candy right? corn understands itself. It, it doesn't understand itself. Look, no. candy corn has been persecuted for a hundred years because it blows. It's developed a pretty thick skin. There's nothing you're going to be able to do to wipe out candy corn. It's going to be a perennial bestseller as long as there are people. It can't be just a perennial bestseller. Yeah, it's well, just it got to be. Is it in the top year. ten? I bet it is. I bet it's you think it's in the top ten every year of Halloween candy sold. Pounds of Halloween candy sold. Yes, maybe not top (laughs) ten. My point is, a lot of it is sold because it's popular and people like it. But Kevin brought up a good point earlier. Is it? Is a ton sold, or is it the same being sold and then people bring it back because they're like, "Oh God, I have candy corn." They made you know. one batch, yeah, and everybody just passes it around. Yeah, well, people like at this point know what candy corn is, and there are obviously and clearly and definitively millions of people who are buying it. I don't. I, I don't look, this can't be one of those either. things where you don't like it, so therefore you don't believe other people like it. Uh, the evidence is there. That but people let me just like say it. this: you are the only person that I know that likes it. But there are and that's seven true. billion people in the world. Well, of course there are, but there are I, a lot of people buying candy corn. Mm, I'm going to say no. Why do you think when you go to the Walgreens or the CVS or whatever by your house, I just today, have a show bag? Why, why do you? Why <laughs> just, do you think there will be a significant amount of space set aside for candy corn? Significant the day before Halloween, mm. because you put it in a bowl and it's just like a oh look at that a treat on on a table. No one's eating it. It just looks good. It's decoration. So it's you think people who bought it, it last year that nobody ate, they buy it again this year like like it's potpourri. Or yeah. they just pass it around from mm-hmm. friend to friend to friend. <sighs> hey, you know what I got for you this year? Candy corn. They don't say from last year. You guys hey. are exhausting. I'm just saying. It's are we? disgusting. So gross. Bean, uh, tomorrow, are you going to go buy all the candy corn that's half off or do you wait until Thursday? Has oh, work? you got to wait until Thursday. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because they really start marketing down after Halloween. Yeah, they're like throwing it in your car. You know what they're not, you know what they're not really um, marking down after Halloween? All other candy. Yeah, you I'll can't get you. Snickers at a discount, can you? Yeah, Reese's are still going to be up. Still there. full price. I'll Everything else is still full price. Candy corn, they cut it to move it. I don't know if this uh, if this is uh, uh, defends my position or yours, but mm-hmm. the great thing about candy corn is you can buy it on November first. And it stays good the whole year. Right. (laughs) You can eat it next summer and it's still fine. You can eat it in 10 years and it'll be fine. So so when the bomb Mm. is dropped and you Mm -hmm. guys have no food, Mm. I'm going to be looking pretty smart living in here on Candy Corn Mountain, aren't I? Candy Corn Mountain. 
Wow. Sounds awful. Not going to lie. Right? Well, um, congratulations to friend of the show, Bob Saget. He married his girlfriend, TV host Kelly Rizzo, on yeah! Sunday. They wed at Shutters on the Beach in Santa Monica, and he posted a picture of them. Gorgeous dress, first of all. Not Bob's. Kelly's. And he wrote, okay, so we went and did it, and damn, are we happy. Really beautiful picture. And then um, John Mayer posted the same picture and said, I had to do a thing last night. This was the thing. <laughs> so he played at their wedding. That's pretty cool. Fantastic. Good stuff. Stop yeah, it. But- Bob, what? we're just saying congratulations. That's all. Bean, what? Uh, I bailed because I was second, so I bailed. Okay. All right. Um, some Weird Al news for you. He announced on Instagram a new North American tour set for summer 2019. The tour is titled Strings Attached, but it's going to differ quite uh, quite a bit from his 2018 stripped-down, ridiculously ill-advised vanity tour because he's going to feature costumes, props, a big video screen, and a full symphony orchestra at every single concert. I was worried how he would blend in now that so many people are doing it because he started off as like the only one, but he still stands out. He's weird Al. It's true. It's true. Concert dates will be announced on November 12th with tickets going on sale on November 16th. See, and Bean, we can all agree on that. Weird Al's awesome. Yeah. Weird Al is awesome. All I right. bet Weird Al loves candy corn. Well, I was going to say, do we know his thoughts on candy corn? Doubt it. I bet he hates it. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, the full symphony orchestra will be a different one in each city. And you had mentioned, Bean, that he's taking his um, background singers that usually don't go on tour with him. Yeah, the ladies. The ladies that he usually has an all-male band. He's had the Mm -hmm. same band for 35 years, by the way. Wow. Which is remarkable in any business. But uh, he's had a lot of women that have sung on his albums over the years for various parts, and he's actually taken them on the road. So I think Al's Al's goal is to get as many people as possible on every stage. On stage. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he's going to nail it. A symphony, background singers, props, costumes. Sure. I dig it. Al Yankovic blew his brains out in the late 80s that's, after that's, people stopped buying his records. That's just, just not, not true. true. No. Still alive. Very much so. Just said he announced a new tour. So, Some birthdays for you. Henry Winkler, Kevin Pollack, and Gavin Rossdale. And that's what's happening. Thanks, Allie. On your drive home today, listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness in the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. You saw a ghost. We, every year we do this, and... I feel like we don't believe anyone. I believe them. Allie believes with her whole heart. I do. There's no question about that. <laughs> Plus, we've got your tickets for WWE SmackDown at Staples Center and your tickets to Six Flags Magic Mountain K-Rock Takeover tomorrow morning. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Now, we're going to listen to the sound of my nipple. That was the sound of my beard and my nipple. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.